From Jerusalem, Israel, this is From the Midwest to the Middle East, the podcast that explores everything new in U.S. and Israeli economy. Here's your host, Philip Stein. I'm really pleased to be having this podcast today. First of all, this episode is brought to you by Philip Stein and Associates, the largest U.S. CPA firm in Israel, providing U.S. tax services to Israelis, Americans, corporations, startups, and anyone else needing them. Very excited today to have a new guest. Uh, we're going to be talking about a subject that combines something old, something you're all familiar with, with some new technology. Uh, I'll leave that as a tease. Uh, my guest today is Aaron Orr, who is the founder and CEO of VR Physio. He's an ex-IAF executive officer and holds a BA in business management, government, and politics, and an MBA in entrepreneurship and innovation from Ben-Gurion University. VR Physio is the first company in the world to develop a rehabilitation platform in virtual reality. VR Physio uses virtual reality games, movies, and 360-degree workouts to gamify physical therapy exercises in order to make them enjoyable and engaging, and also provides real-time feedback and guidance. VR Physio provides a full-body virtual reality experience both in clinics and at home and allows patients to recover from their injury from the comfort of their own home. Welcome, Aaron. Hi, and thanks for having me. So I think uh, many of my listeners, whether they be young, old, uh, particularly those who are uh, active athletically, have probably at some point had to deal with physiotherapy. And uh, as, you'll, as we'll talk about in our discussion today, our conversation, that uh, people don't really like to do physiotherapy. Maybe they like to go to the physiotherapist, but they don't like to do the exercises. And you seem to have provided an interesting breakthrough here. But let me begin our conversation with the following question. H- how did you get interested in the v- world of virtual reality? First of all, the, my personal story is, I uh, think, uh, related to all the things that you just mentioned in your preview. I'm a former F-16 pilot in the Israeli Air Force, and four years ago I was, I was diagnosed with suffering from cervical disc herniation due to the active flight, and I discovered that the injury could have been prevented if I have done preventative workout, so I initiated and coordinated the Israeli preventive workout program. And when I tried to convince young pilots to do a preventive workout, neck preventive workout, no one actually wanted to do those exercises. Uh, and at the same time, because I'm a gadget freak, I started playing with VR. Uh, so it seems obvious to me that instead of playing, and excuse me for all the gamers out there, stupid virtual reality games, we can use this uh, technology to do rehabilitation exercises and preventative exercises. So that is how I came across with VR uh, and the combination between VR and rehabilitation. Was VR also part of, without revealing any secrets, part of your your original training? All fighter pilots are flying with uh, some kind of helmet displays that basically can see a lot of data while actually flying in the airplane, a lot of the mission data and the plane data. Uh, while you were actually flying. So probably that was easy for me to do the connection between the two because it seems obvious to me. Uh, and that was before uh, Oculus, HTC, and, and just uh, when the things started to rolling, we started to develop our platform. Okay, so that other than what you mentioned just a moment ago, your, your own injury and your own need for physical uh, rehabilitation, um, 
Do you have any formal background in physical therapy? Uh, no, but uh, because of my injury, uh, I um, did like four years of physical therapy on a daily basis. Uh, and it, it seems uh, odd to me that there are several main problems in physical therapy and rehabilitation today. One, lack of access. You need to drive all the way to your physical therapist, wait in line. The second thing is that, as you, as you told uh, your audience at the beginning, no one actually wants to do their home exercises it's boring, you're in pain, you don't actually know what to do, and your physical therapist can monitor or guide you once you leave his clinic. And the third part, I, dis- I discovered that no one actually knows which protocol is efficient and which, not, and which protocol isn't. So you can't actually determine whether the protocol you're actually performing is the right one for you. And we believe that the virtual reality is the answer for all of those three problems, and basically will disrupt the entire rehabilitation market. So do you have on your team phys- physical therapists? Of course. In other words, it's, it's sort of an unusual combination. Usually you think of, uh, you know, you are a high-tech company, just uh, computer, uh, to use the term, geeks and programmers, yep. but you you're, you're actually have people on staff who... Uh, work in this world of physical therapy, PT, which you don't usually associate with, with high tech. You're right. We have three physical therapists in our team. Uh, the head of the, of the physical therapist was the head of the IDF physical therapist department. And the, the thing that different, different us from other companies is that we are a medical device company. And we are working as a medical device company with all aspects from the professional side, the physical therapy side, and the QA side and the experience, and that's what differs us from any other uh, company. We are an FDA class two device, so so that's the main difference between us and any other VR company out there. When, when did you sort of come to the other than your own personal path and, and taking care of yourself that that one could really combine these two? You know, combine PT with virtual reality. So, so again, while while I was doing like ten repetitions. Uh, with neck exercises, repetitive neck exercise, 10 repetitions to the right and to the left, over and over on a daily basis, I, I played, start playing VR. Uh, and VR in the later, in the earlier stages, was only uh, by moving your neck and playing with simple helmet displays that by moving your head, you're actually doing the right kind of thing that you need to do in the game. Today, it's, you have a whole body experience, but in the earlier times, all the, all the things that was possible to do was to move your head. So that is how uh, I came, the, the idea came to combine the two. And then from there, we just grew with the industry, and, and now we are using each and every hardware there is on the market to add it to our platform and integrate it with our software. Again, I'm, I'm not a gamer, but uh, if you go on different websites uh, or even on, on the Apple Store, you'll see, uh, you know, what are the popular, most popular games. Is there is there one particular application that people you seem to really like? Uh, is it something with their arms, their legs, their head? Uh? So the, the nice part is that we are, uh, two, ni- two nice things that we are doing is, first of all, we are not inventing physical therapy protocol. And the second thing is that we are not trying to be a game company. What we are doing instead is partnering with different game companies and modifying the games to be suitable for physical therapy and rehabilitation exercise. And that enables us to create a lot of content that basically anyone can choose whatever kind of content 
you prefer. And, and, and it's not just games. We understood that some people are more affectionate with games, but some people prefer to watch movies, some people prefer to watch the instructor giving, giving the patient in instructions what to do. So we are creating different kind of content and let people do the, the, the idea that they, they will do their physical therapy exercises no matter what kind of content they're actually experiencing. I see. Okay, so it's very, uh, uh, per, per the user, it's something very uh, special for each user, which is great. Exactly. Each, one, each user can choose whatever he wants regarding the content, but the content in so, itself make him do the right kind of exercises. Okay, I think a lot of people nowadays, whether they uh, have invested in, in their own VR headset, uh, they've probably been now to museums, exhibitions, uh, where, where you can put one on and experience it. But in with regard to, as you referred to before, or I, in my introduction, that people could do this from the comfort of, of their own home, does each patient need to invest in a virtual reality headset? It's a, it's a good question. First of all, we believe that in the near future, and Facebook, by the way, just launched yesterday a social virtual reality app. We believe that in the near future, two years, three years from now, everyone will have some kind of VR headset back home. It could be mobile-based, it could be PC-based, but everyone will have some kind of uh, VR headset back home. And in our view, you will go to your physical therapist. He will do initial assessment using virtual reality devices. You, as a patient, will step into a virtual reality world that makes you do the right kind of exercises. And then when you go back home, you'll be using your VR headset in order to continue in the same virtual reality world that you started at the clinic. And the physical therapist or a physician will be able to change your virtual reality world according to your specific need and progress. But at the end of the day, everyone will have some kind of headset back home it could be affordable and cheap headset, and it could be high-end headset, and, and we see price reduction all, all the time. Just out of curiosity, I mean, I've seen a lot of ads. I think Samsung is uh, probably the most well-known name in this area. Mm -hmm. uh, how, how much does that cost today? So, so basically, the, the technology today is divided to several verticals. You have the high-end uh, virtual reality devices, Oculus Rift and HTC Vive, the, those are PC-based and you need compatible computer. Both of them, the both prices are about $1,000, give or take. It really depends what kind of computer and what kind of other accessories. For the uh, Microsoft are launching their VR headset in two months from now. That will be PC-based, compatible with any PC that runs with Windows 10. The price range is between $299 to $399. And you have all the mobile VR headsets. As you, as you mentioned, uh, Samsung Gear VR, Google Daydream, and a lot of other companies are trying to do the same. That basically it's a mobile-based phone, so it's mobile-based VR, so you have the cost of the phone, but the VR headset is very affordable. It's less than $100. It really depends from which manufacturer you're actually buying. Wow, okay. Yeah, certainly, and if someone has a, uh, you know, wants to recover or certainly is post-surgery, uh I mean, as you said, you're a medical device. Who knows, someday that may be something that the people can apply to their insurance companies and, and get... That, to... that's, that's exactly the idea. Uh, our hope is that the insurance companies will understand that we can reduce costs for them because for the first time they will be able to manage the process. Today they can't actually manage the process of rehab. You are getting uh, like fixed 
rehabilitation or physical therapy sessions without the, the insurance company have uh, no idea if you actually need the rehabilitation uh, sessions or not, uh, if you need to come back to your physical therapist on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, on a monthly basis, and by using our platform, you, they will be able to manage the process, and by doing so, they will be able to reduce cost for them. It's very interesting. Uh, just on a side note, I was recently uh, in Vermont, not far from where you are in, in Boston, uh, and and uh, people in Vermont uh, take advantage of the outdoors, particularly winter sports, uh, but they also have a lot of physical injuries. And um, they were telling me that one of the problems in Vermont is the uh, addiction to painkillers, that people, mm-hmm. you know, get, they get hurt skiing, uh, they probably don't do the rehab. Uh, they rely on pills, uh, and that's got to cost the insurance companies a great deal of money. So this, uh, I could see the attraction. It's even, yeah. So it's, it's even better. It's more interesting than, than that. There are several articles that showing that VR could be a replacement for painkillers. Wow. Because VR is not. It's, it's not just uh, something that you are doing physically. It's also affect your mind and have psychological aspects. And that is why it's, it's, it's a force multiplier for us as a rehabilitation company to use this technology. And we see people today in Israel uh, uh, that are going to inside the clinic after suffering from whiplash injury. Whiplash is the most common injury due to car accident. It's the most common insurance claim in the world, and this is our first product. So people are getting inside the clinic uh, saying they can't move their neck because they're in pain. And once you're putting the VR headset on, they forget all about the pain, playing the game or experiencing what kind of content, doing their physical therapy exercises. And once you're taking the headset off, they're getting back to the situation that they said that they're in pain, and we need actually to prove them that they actually move their head or their neck. <laughs> so that's the power of VR. Oh, that's great. Uh, what, what is the interaction between the patient and the therapist uh, when you have a virtual reality application like yours? So it's, it's, initially our first product is for a clinic use, uh, and the idea is that uh, the physical therapist will guide the patient, but it's basically a standalone system while you are actually in the clinic. For the home use, our goal is that the patient will be connected in through our platform to his uh, physician and actually the physician will play virtual reality games or experiencing the content with his patient and and that will open a whole new dialogue uh, from for the home use so that's basically the difference between the clinic use and the home use because from home you'll need more guidance you'll need more support you need someone that will manage again the process, and in the in the clinic, the idea is that you'll have fun experience besides the other ex- experiences and exercise that you are doing at the clinic. I mean, you, we we know the conversations that are going on about how autonomous driving will uh, reduce the need for parking garages, etc. But you're, it seems you, a, a physical therapist uh, could have a lot less therapy rooms. Uh, with, mm-hmm. Because they could be doing their work with their patients, uh, virtu- you know, virtually, and they could have less, much less need, much less real estate. It would seem to me. We can't replace human touch, so we can't replace the entire process. But our goal is to replace some of the physical therapy sessions with an online virtual reality sessions, 
And the physical therapists are, are a major part of, of this process, and, and hopefully they will understand also that we are opening for them a whole new market, can increase the volume of the, the, and, and their access to their patients, uh, and at the end of the day, they will be able uh, to provide a better rehabilitation process for their patients. Does your technology uh, or your virtual reality headset uh, application require FDA approval? Yeah. Um, it's not just FDA approval. As, as I mentioned at the beginning, we are a medical device company and that have a lot of things that we need to do in order to be compliant with the FDA and our medical device regulation. We are doing quality assurance and uh, documentation and user testing and clinical trials in order to be uh, an FDA uh, compliant. And as, as I mentioned at the beginning, we are the first and only, as far as we know, VR company that uh, is working as a medical device company. And basically, uh, by using our software, uh, we are changing the intended use of the VR headset into medical device VR. What we are doing basically is clearing each and every VR headset with our software in order to be compliant as a medical uh, device, and, and we are just in uh, three weeks from now, we'll be launching our first product that will, as I mentioned before, will be addressed for people that are suffering from whiplash or any kind of non-specific neck pain, and after that we'll expand to other parts of the body. So, so even though your, your, your device or your technology combined with the device that isn't invasive, the FDA still wants to have a say in this, huh? I mean, it's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, 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 and rightly so, because think about a person that is suffering from whiplash injury, for example, and now we are giving him guidance what to do. Uh, we need to make sure that the guidance is, is right. We need to make sure that he understand the guidance uh, and is and doing the right kind of exercises. The interesting part today is that today the golden standard in the market is an A4 paper. And someone is going back home to do physical therapy exercise. The best solution that the market has to offer today is an A4 paper. And we believe that we are actually more accurate uh, and more safe than any other solution in the market today. But we are still working as a medical device company with all aspects. Interesting. All right, let me, let me take your company. I'll, I'll jump a little ahead, ahead with your, your technology. Could you envision your technology helping athletes train? Uh, for sure. We are our first uh, platform, will, or one of the first, will, we are sending that in Stanford Medical Sport Department, and, and that's exactly for that. We believe that the athlete and sports market are one of our huge markets, uh, and, and it's not just for the rehab. Basically, by using our platform, you can assess a lot of uh, a lot of things and, and basically quantify uh, uh, your athlete for the first time. Today, when you when an athlete is suffering from some kind of injury, the the team or the physical therapist or the physician doesn't have any tool or a number to say when he's fit to come back and play again. By using our platform, we'll be able to quantify the process. And the physician will be able to say, okay, if you reach this kind of score or this kind of range motion or this kind of smoothness, we, we are measuring all kind, of, all kind of parameters, but 
basically will, the physician will have a number that he will be able to say, is the athlete fit to come back uh, to play again or not? Very, very exciting. So, Iran, if uh, either people uh, unfortunately suffered whiplash or just want to know more about your company, uh, where would they read more? And how, if they want to reach out to you, how would they contact you? So we have all of our details in uh, our website, vrphysio.com. And if one, someone will one, want to get more information, you can feel free to send me a personal email. It's eran at vrphysio.com. And we'll be more than happy to answer questions or follow any kind of lead that will come out from this podcast. All right. Well, we wish you great success, and we look forward to hearing uh, how you are an, another disruptive technology in, in the marketplace, and I think it's one that all of us uh, could benefit from uh, at some point in our lives. So uh, thank you. Thank you very much for taking the time out of your busy day to talk to me and to, for our listeners to hear about your company and wishing you the best of luck. Thanks for having me. And I'll keep you updated about how we are disrupting the rehabilitation market. <laughs> Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. I hope you enjoyed our podcast. Feel free to visit us at www.pstein.com or look for Philip Stein & Associates on Facebook and LinkedIn.